0: it's vegas it's rock it's dogs it's vegas rock dog radio a rock and roll show all about pets people and pop culture stand by for great guests and cool advice all in one rocking hour the phone lines are open at 702-483-4444 that's 702-483-4444 Now, let's bring on the host. Here is the rock and roll queen of dogs, Sam.
1: Good morning. We're already laughing before we even start the show today. So can you hear me now, Sam? I am not talking to myself, by the way. My guest is also called Sam, and my guest is also from England. And we're friends. (laughs) And we look nothing alike. (laughs) She's as tall as you can imagine, and I'm as short as you can imagine. Oh, my Lord. So you're listening to Vegas Rock radio a rock and roll show all about pets people and pop culture and I am your host my name is Sam and I'm the queen of rock and roll dogs I feel like I've had a rock and roll week this week I'm so tired but I will tell you how exciting my week has been uh, in a little while so if you listen to the show today it's going to be a fun show because uh, Brits like to laugh a lot (laughs) we think we're funny we think we're funny Um, and it's going to be full of useful information as we talk to Sam Sam Raymond from the Las Vegas Boxer Rescue. So before we get started, I want to tell you how you're going to find us and connect with us all over the internet. And our main website is VegasRockDogRadio.com. You stream, and it is not streaming today, because I've got a busy day, and I don't have time to break down after the show. So... Next week, we'll be Ustreaming, but you can actually watch in uh, most weeks on Ustream.tv. Our channel is Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Facebook, it makes me wonder, you know, like you forget that you're on camera. It makes me wonder. I never look back at the show. <laughs> it, it makes you wonder what I've been doing. You know, what I'm holding faces while I'm doing the show. I mean, maybe that's why I shouldn't look, look back on the shows, but uh, that's your Ustream. Facebook is Vegas Rock Dog Radio, and we've got a contest going on right now on our on our Facebook page. And it's our Halloween contest. And all you have to do is post a picture of your pet. And it's best Halli- 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 teen. Can't even speak today. Halloween attire. Uh, really, really easy. And then we'd like you to uh, follow us on Twitter. And tweet about it. So you can find that link. on uh, Not only on uh, our Facebook page. But also on our blog. Which is therockandrolldog.com We have a really cool, creepy Halloween video. With my dogs in it and blood running down the, the screen and everything. It's not cute.
2: I saw Mr. Twix, I think, in the picture, didn't I?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not, I haven't found the right outfit for him. He's, he's, he's not... He's a little devil, a I'm cute one. i a showgirl. Oh, Even though he's a man. With, with the eyelashes. eyelashes. <laughs> Because <laughs> he did look like a ladyboy with he that did. thing on yesterday. I was like, oh, he looks like a girl. <laughs> uh, so that's the contest. It's our dare, dare to share your Halloween photos with us for Halloween. And then we'll, uh, we'll pick out a winner and we'll send them some Vegas Rock Dog gear. Our Twitter account is Vegas Rock Dog Show. No W on the end. Our call in number today is 702 483 4444. And if you're in Vegas, you still need to dial 702. And you are listening to us live. From Sin City, which if you don't know what Sin City is, it's Las Vegas. <laughs> and uh, we're on Vegas All Net Radio, part of Lotus Broadcasting. And you can also find my show through that website, VegasAllNightRadio.com. And just click on the big flashing uh, speakers, or you can listen to an archive show by scrolling down. You'll see the guests and the topic. Really easy. Instagram is VegasRockDog. Our, uh, rock and roll clothing for you and your pet is VegasRockDog.com. We have our new shirts up, Eat, Sleep, Bark, Repeat someone says to me why not eat sleep meow repeat i'm like start your own clothing line <laughs> <laughs> it's not that easy <laughs> I love my uh, t they, shirt they're they love great it. quality aren't really they See, Sa- I did not pay her to say this <laughs> I swear to god I did not but uh, eat, sleep, bark, repeat and we've got tank tops, we've got dolman sleeve t-shirts and we've got the long sleeve tees I'm going to live in the long sleeve tees along with my yoga pants like you all season I could also season. sleep in it
2: because it's that soft and yeah. I like soft stuff when oh, it's me sleep. too, I mean yeah.
1: who wants a scratchy t-shirt that's like cardboard those promo t-shirts are horrible aren't they if you're doing promo T-shirts, do a good T-shirt because it defeats the purpose. I'm not wearing it if it's scratchy. Exactly. <laughs> or boxy. I don't <laughs> like the boxy. man's ones. <laughs> Why? <laughs> None of us need a triple XL. None <laughs> of the girls need that. And most, of us, most people at Rescue are women. So uh, think about that on your next promo shirt. Um, I already told you our blog is therockandrolldog.com and you can find me on Google Plus at Sam Ratzcliffe with an E on the end. So I'm going to start with my tip of the week. And because it is the howling season it's not for all pets and you i think you need to be very very careful of that because you know some people are putting hats and stuff on pets and mm. they don't they don't like it you know what i mean and you've got others that are totally fine with it like mine so uh, here's the tip of the week and uh, it pertains to halloween halloween is just a week away and pet parents are planning not only their own halloween uh, celebration but they like to include their pets too which is really really fun and here's a quick list of do's and don'ts when it comes to halloween and pet safety uh here we go so the don'ts let's start with the don'ts first there's always more don'ts than do's (laughs) don't allow your pets around halloween decorations chewing on electrical cords and fake cobwebs can be deadly don't allow your pets to chew on whole pumpkins i saw this this morning someone gave someone a whole uh, their pet a whole pumpkin and it was just chewing away on it. And they thought, oh, it's a great toy. And then people were endorsing it. And, oh, I've heard pumpkin's really good for them. Well, let's give you a few little facts on that. A spoonful in their food. That a <laughs> spoonful. Sam knows. She knows. Let me tell you what it is. <laughs> um, so, basically, a large dog would only eat between two and five teaspoons. You'd start them off with two teaspoons. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about the canned, unsweetened kind. Not it's the pie filling. Not the, not the pie <laughs> filling. <laughs> that's, that's for me and Sam to eat. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not a lot of it's not a lot of pumpkin. The stems—if you leave your stems on your pumpkins—they've got these um, sharp fiber hair type things on them that can cut their mouth and cut their intestines.
2: Actually, even I didn't know that.
1: Isn't that scary?
2: It is scary. Yeah. So
1: you, you don't want them chewing on that either. And then, of course, you've got to think about bacteria. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you really, 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 really wash that pumpkin? No. No, you did not. <laughs> and so you don't want to give them a pumpkin as a toy what you need to do is just stick with an unsweetened can of pumpkin and you'll be so much safer that way and
2: what about the seeds because I know some seeds are not good for. I've read that you
1: can actually give them the seeds but they're saying to actually roast them a little bit so they actually can crunch and break them down a little bit I personally just wouldn't bother no you, you and I are the same. I we are the same. I'm like, if there's even a remote chance <laughs> that something could go wrong, I'm not doing it. I Guess have what? a
2: whole approved food list. And everybody, like in my friends and family, know if it's not on that list, you don't give it to me. I think dogs.
1: that is fantastic mm. because we're coming up to the, the, the holiday season. And... I mean, you th- I never have anyone to my house, but you may may have people come to your <laughs> house. But it's something to think about because there's always someone wants to put some crazy, you know, let's give them some grapes. Let's yeah. give them some blah, 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 blah. Oh, we're we making some get closer. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, there's always someone who thinks they know what they can give a pet. Yeah. And to be honest with you, it's like, would you just give someone's baby so- Whatever you feel you should get. Exactly. No, you shouldn't. You, know, you should always ask. And um, it's great to have that list. Yeah. It really is. I have a good um, list uh, that goes up on the blog every year based on that alone. And if you're not sure how to approach people and say, don't feed my dog food that I've not approved, yeah. tell them they're on a special diet. That's
2: what I do. There you
1: go. Can you yeah. not give them anything on a very special diet? That's it. Simple. So when it comes to the pumpkin... And it is, good f- it is good for your pets. Pumpkin is very good for your pets. But in a, a much smaller dose than you would think. It's not a toy. Don't give them a big pumpkin to chew down. Once one person said, oh, um, my dog chews on that for hours. And I'm like, hmm you imagine picking up the poop after that oh, and no. they've never eaten pumpkin before and no, not worth it, not worth it. Do it, do it in a smart way. Anyway, the next don't is don't answer your door to trick-or-treaters with your pets because pets do not need to experience strangers giving a scary trick.
2: It's not going to apply to me, that one, because we don't have kids. We've only got our dogs. So I, we shut ne- the lights I I the door <laughs> <out for> dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I, <answer> door <laughs> <either. It's> I <laughs> like I'm not getting up every two minutes to no. answer my door.
1: Do you know what I do? I put a big bowl of... I don't like the candy here anyway. I don't. No. We are chocolate snobs. I will tell you that right <laughs> now. And I just leave a big thing of gross candy. I never worry about overeating candy because it's horrible. I don't like the candy here. And I put it on the table, on the driveway, and say, take what you want. I'm sure the yeah. first kid that shows up takes the whole bowl. Yeah. I'm sure of it. But, yeah, I, I can't feel the, the, the barking, the craziness. I, know. I can't do it. And if, you know, strangers are scary to pets, you know. Strangers in costumes are scary to pets. Yeah. Screaming kids are scary to pets. <laughs> and to people. <laughs>
2: (laughs) (laughs) and I'm a nanny saying that (laughs) (laughs) I love it
1: so just don't do it it's not worth the stress and the hassle you can take them to a different part of the house you know so keep them away from that front door also don't allow other people to give your pets treats well I mean there's always those uh, awful um, uh, what do they say you know every year like Check your kids' candy for yeah. razor blades and tacks and stuff like that. One, that's one concern. But two, again, chocolate is not good for pets. Uh, candy is not good for pets. Chewing gum is not good for pets. <laughs> you know, so don't let anyone give your pets anything. In all honesty, I won't even take a. I won't even take a dog treat from a stranger. I just no, I don't. You know, so it's just it's just worth being really really safe. It's simple as that. Uh, don't trust your pets up if it's just not their thing. If they don't like to wear something on their head or <laughs> shoes, just don't do it. You can still have fun with them by taking photos, you know, with you and your costumes. And you're totally fine that way. Um, and always supervise your pets when they've got costumes on. Really, really important. I
2: put a costume on my dog, on one of my dogs, and then the other two will just go crazy. They think it's a great big game and they just want to it rip off it off.
1: <laughs> <friends>. <laughs> they know better. Like I just bought that? They're like, <laughs> get that off. You look ridiculous. Dogs are smarter than we give them credit. (laughs) But use Halloween as an opportunity to make memories with your pet. That's really, really important because, you know it can be really really fun um, here's a couple of other things uh, so we talked about gum we talked about chocolate they can be deadly don't dress your pets if it's not their thing don't leave them unattended in their costumes always supervise them to make sure they're safe or to prevent other pets from ripping off their costume <laughs> and <laughs> chewing it to pieces but here are your do's do make healthy and safe pumpkin Halloween treats for your dogs from that unsweetened canned pumpkin <laughs> really easy do dress your pet warm if you're going to be out and comfortable make sure that they're okay with strangers otherwise don't bother going out it's, it's no problem. Point stressing out your dog, um, and uh, do use Halloween day to uh, create some nice memories with your pet, and um, do have your vet's info close should anything happen any kind of emergency because that way you'll be saving time and you know what you must do you must enter your pet into a halloween contest <laughs> on yeah. our facebook page so <laughs> get yourself over there and enter your pets it's not just dogs it can be anything um i hear that ferrets really like to dress up at halloween are you serious <laughs> yeah people love to dress ferrets i have a couple <laughs> in my neighborhood they walk their ferrets on leashes do you know what I thought, thought at first? Because it was kind of dark. I thought, oh, my gosh. They're little dachshunds. How tiny are they? <laughs> Very low to the ground. Ferret, two ferrets. Wooly sweaters. Fantastic. That's cute. Love it. Good, yeah. really love it. So, oh, you know what? Let's take a quick break, Chris. That's a good idea. Let's take a quick break. We're going to listen to some words from our sponsors. And when we come right back, we are going to speak with Sam Raymond of the Las Vegas Boxer Rescue. You've been listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me, Sam, your host, the queen of rock and roll dogs. We'll be right back.
0: Now, let's return to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Here again, your host, the rock and roll queen of dogs, Sam.
1: And we're back. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me, Sam, your host, the queen of rock and roll dogs. And my guest in the studio today is my friend. She has the same name. Her name is Sam. And she's a Brit also. And we're chocolate snobs, but we love dogs. (laughs) We do. We have a good side (laughs) to us. You know, we have a really good side to us. We were just saying there's no risk of us overeating the candies out here because we don't like (laughs) them. It's kind of a godsend, really, isn't it? It is. yeah. Yeah. And I always buy... The worst
2: candy the worst that I can find, because
1: <laughs> not then it. I won't touch it. It's yeah. a really good method. But then Sorry. I get
2: my British stash sent over <gasps> when family come over, and that stuff goes into lockdown. And it's called "Don't touch it." You know what? I hide mine from Jim. Do you I hide mine from Dennis? Do you know why? Because I will put a piece in my mouth and let it melt <laughs> and it can last a long long time yeah.
1: dennis will shove it in like he does it it it. it's gone. no it's respect like, get some hershey's You yes. that with hershey's
2: not no respect
1: for the chocolate <laughs> exactly. if you didn't grow up with it you do not understand what it means <laughs> exactly. to us i mean literally are you a member of the facebook page um brits in the usa no oh my gosh every day everybody posts what they made for tea we call dinner tea in yeah. england by the way what they made for tea and usually it's A picture of them opening their suitcase, having come back from England, (laughs) and the whole suitcase is full of chocolate biscuits, hobnobs, chocolate crisps, fantastic, mushy peas, dried mushy peas.
2: I had to get extra luggage last time I came (laughs) back from England, and my chocolate alone weighed six kilos, which is what, like 12 pounds? (laughs) (laughs) I had my pockets full, and I had, I swear I got stopped at every single checkpoint (laughs) at um, Gatwick, and the very last checkpoint, they had an extra checkpoint before I got on the plane. And she's like, "I'm going to need you to open everything up, and oh. I'm like, please just don't take my chocolate. Just off, don't take, cho- take my
1: chocolate <laughs> because when we had mouth cow disease, we couldn't bring chocolate back. You remember that?
2: I All don't those years that. ago, yeah, no. they
1: stopped it. How? Oh, what? I can't go. <laughs> I can't go. Oh, it means the world to you. When like my friend Ben Stone, he just came back recently from Liverpool, and he did bring a suitcase back, and he had it he's too kind he had it all uh, portioned out for all his friends yeah he you see
2: i won't ask. i couldn't i, I won't if sometimes share. you know if I, if I know you're going for instance <laughs> yeah. i it's my first thing is i should ask sam to bring me this 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 and it's like you know what i can't do it because it's going to take up her space i but know, <laughs> it's, I know I swear, can
1: you believe we're so into chocolate and i'd have way? to put you in the position of saying sam i can't i can't, I can't. can't. It can make me uncomfortable now <laughs> no. <laughs> how long have you been in the states now sam 19 years this Christmas. That's me, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't that mad? Yeah. How did you get here first? Um, I was married before. Right. um,
2: And I was living in Australia, and he got transferred over here for a job.
1: Oh, so this is how it all happened. This is how Mm. it happened. We
2: came, and you know what? I actually went to a psychic. Yeah. The very first year I moved to Australia, I'd always wanted to move to Australia. So, my very first year I moved there and I had my cards done, and he said, Oh, you're going to end up in North America. And I no. immediately thought, oh, okay, this like, guy no. just doesn't Australia know. Australia is my about. dream. He doesn't even know I've just moved here. <gasps> so, I didn't really pay attention to the rest of the reading, but he was bang on.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah. that's
2: amazing. And as soon as I got I never wanted to come to the States. I was really it was never really interesting. It was never on the top travelers. of my
1: list because I'd, li- I'd lived in Hong Kong and Japan and. and other countries that really really appealed to me but you never know when you're gonna meet a musician on a cruise ship (laughs) that you're working on (laughs) you know next thing you know you're in pittsburgh not for long as soon as i got here i felt like it was home did you
2: You know in australia i think i felt like i was so cut off if i needed to get home to england quickly you know it's like a 36 hour unless you go direct then it's like 22 hours yeah it's still insane but here i can Twelve hours. Or yeah. Less than twelve hours and I'm home.
1: And especially anyone that's on the East Coast. Oh my gosh. Oh, I know. Was it seven hours? Eight, exactly. Uh, no, it it's like, like living in Scotland to
2: Cornwall, you know. In all
1: honesty, <laughs> isn't it? You yeah. know. But isn't that funny? He just uh, and he was right spot on. I know. Oh my yeah. gosh. That's amazing. I need to go to a psychic. No, I don't. I don't know where I'm gonna go next. I don't wanna know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know, Sam we were gonna have a psychic come to an event this weekend and um, it turned out the whole event changed we didn't need it right I could not find her card she had given me at the gay days um, yeah the booth there I could not find her card I had no idea what her name was I would just spoken to her briefly there and she agreed to come to our event and they needed to cancel I could (sighs) not I was racking my brains yesterday and thinking oh my gosh how am I going to get in touch with her she called me my phone (laughs) rang and it was her and I'm like I don't believe this
1: (laughs) she's a psychic she knew she's good right she, she knew well she a pet psychic she does pets too oh yeah. I'd love to have a pet psychic on the show
2: I would love Rod oh you know what you should you should talk that to her would maybe be, is, do you have I have a number, number, number?
1: number? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let me tune in and I'll get her to call me that. <laughs> that's fantastic yeah I'd love to have a pet psychic yeah and have people call into the show that would be great yeah Oh, I, see, I love anything like that. Me too. I think, we d- I think a lot of Brits like that kind of stuff, but we also love conspiracy theories. I we love that. <laughs> and UFOs. And what else <laughs> no. do we like? We like anything that's like out there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I think being in rescue is kind of out there because it's a very, very different world than people can even imagine, don't it you is, think? Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, a, it's a very up and down uh, thing to be involved in, wouldn't you say? Yes, it is. And I think once you're in... You're in. in. I don't think there's any way of getting away from I rescue. Even if you may not be on the front lines and you decide not to do that, I think you'll still always be connected in you some will. way. Yeah. I would never feel right if I wasn't involved in some way, like raising money. Me was, too. Isn't that strange? Yeah. It's, like, it's like a lifetime. That's why I think a lot of people burn out. Because it's hard to step away, even for a short period of time. She feels terribly guilty, mm. you know, that the, the rescue needs you, these animals need you. But that's why they burn out, because it is very, very hard to step away. It is. But it's very, very, it, it's rewarding and also equally as exhausting. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and stressful. So and
2: emotional. I mean, it's yeah. like, sometimes it's really good. You have all these happy endings yeah, these amazing dogs being rescued. And then just the other side of it is just... Yeah. What did somebody say to me once? It, it's it's Rescue is like having to sit down at times for dinner with your worst enemy and just like Suck it up and be nice. And yes. it really is.
1: Yes. And you know what? And there's always critics too. Mm-hmm. And that's a real, you can't, I and mean, if you're not in rescue, you're probably thinking people criticize people who volunteer their time and I mean, they give their money and everything and make a lot of sacrifice. And people criticize, they do. It's, it's, uh, armchair critics are probably the worst, mm-hmm. I think, when it comes to rescue people. And, yeah. and with us having social media, it's very easy for them to access you to do that, you know, yeah. to be critical on you, you know. So you have a, a lot to deal with coming from all kinds of different angles. Now, what's the website for the Las Vegas Boxer Rescue? www.lvbr.org. Oh, that's really easy. Yes.
2: And on Facebook? The Las Vegas Boxer Rescue. On just Twitter? You're yeah. on Twitter? You know what? I'm not sure what's happening with our social media. We really need to, because we've had a lot of adjustments in the rescue. Yeah, just I noticed. The last two months. We have a new president, Emily Tull, who is, I my hat's off to her because Great. she's in this 24-7. Wow. And... Um, So we've had a lot of adjustment with new people, new board members, and I think we don't have a social media person at the moment. Oh,
1: right. So if you're listening in and you want to help a rescue... And you don't think you have it to actually be on the front lines, which is not easy, you know, but you can certainly help by doing social media. Get hold of us because we'll put you in touch. Yeah. It's it's a fantastic outreach. Yes. It's just, God, what did we do before that?
2: I don't know. It must have been really hard. You know, we have had, I've seen, not just with our rescue, but other rescues, that a dog will be posted Mm -hmm. that is in an urgent situation that needs out right now and in under an hour, by the time you've spread it around, we've had a foster home. It's taken they, care of. Impo- it's, and it's just, it's such a good yeah, feeling. I, th-
1: I guess the only way it was done before was pick up the phone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, and it's not the easiest way or like it's very time consuming that it way, is, you know, but yeah. the social media is brilliant. I mean, like that. less
2: than an hour and it's just taken care That's of. That's why we always,
1: I always say at the end of the show, share their information because you never know who's going to clap eyes on that animal and say, oh, I can help in this way or I know someone who can. Yeah. You know, so as um, I say I'm not, I'm not so bothered about the likes. I don't care about yeah. likes, you know. Um, but definitely sharing. I mean, most people are looking for their pets through social media now mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. They go online and they go, oh, I want to adopt, I want to adopt a boxer. So then go to your page and see what's going on. Are you on any other social media platforms? I don't know. know I'm not sure. It's <laughs> all right. You don't have to be perfect. <laughs> How many people are involved in the rescue? Do you know? How many? Yeah, with like the, the board and we everyone.
2: Have Four main board members. Well, we have a lot more. You know, we have, we're have in the middle of just adjusting the board now because we've got new people. Yes. So we're having to go through the 501 paperwork again and just make some adjustments on just that. Just an update, But you know. we have, I would say we probably have seven, eight possibly core members who are just in Always it. Always there. Yeah, day in, day out. And then we have a lot of amazing volunteers who help us out with our events. Yes. um, You know, help us out with transport and everything. So we do need more volunteers. We really do. We can't, I mean, we can never have enough because not everybody can commit to every week. And I understand that. That's
1: right. And, you know, I I think it's, if you want to volunteer, just be really clear about what your commitment can be. You know, hey, you know what? I can work weekends. Uh, Hey, I can do stuff on my computer. Exactly. I can do it for the next three months. And it's not
2: just having to, to go to an event every week, like yeah. we're just saying, social media. There's website stuff that needs transportation. That we need
1: help with Transportation, yeah. So it's, uh, it's there are many, just many, many, many areas, and uh, transportation is always a big one, isn't it? Is anyone yeah. available to transport I a dog know, or a cat? I know. But um, so that's a that's that's a good, nice core group of people. It is, and ha- they're all good, and we're all women, apart from Emily's
2: husband, who really is like he does so much behind the scenes. Tom, Aww, I mean, you never see him on Facebook. He's never at the events, but he's always setting up, taking down, running Aww, the dogs
1: around. I wish we had more men rescue. Yeah. I think I it know. will balance out some of that craziness. Because <laughs> <laughs> it gets heated at times. Oh, and I don't know why there aren't more men in rescue. I just don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean I don't know. Is it a mothering instinct? I don't know. That that women kick into that kind of thing or a little bit and more I sensitive have to say,
2: uh, what else I've noticed lately is there's a lot of attractive
1: women, really attractive women oh, in rescue. Yeah. some of those California girls. Have you <laughs> yeah. seen them? I'm telli- <laughs> let me tell you, pretties with pities. Let me yeah. tell you, you would want to volunteer I with them. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there's a lot of hot women in rescue. Come on, people. We should start
2: doing a calendar. Maggie.
1: Do you know what I've been? Ta- I've been thinking about it, and I'm thinking nude, <gasps> hot men. Oh yeah, men. Yeah, I was going to say not the not puppies. <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm Pupp- English with
1: puppies. <laughs> with puppies <gasps> yes I know a lot of celebrities Aww. in town But now like I would be involved. happy to
2: volunteer on that photo it'll shoot it'll be a close set <laughs> with just Sam and Sam the Sam and
1: Sam show <laughs> a perk of being in rescue uh, yeah definitely we need a calendar yeah. and I think with Vegas we can kind of get away with being on the edge we can yeah, you know a little yeah. sexy or maybe a lot sexy because that's what sells and if that raises yeah. money for animal sex rescue and <laughs> sex and puppies Can't go wrong, can you? (laughs) But you actually participate in a lot of events that people, that are different, not mainstream, like the Gay Days. Yes. um, And Electric Daisy Carnival. Yes. What other ones have you done? Um...
2: We do a lot of the Speedway ones. We do, um, I noticed that. Yeah, which actually I don't help there because we have a really nice group of, of the younger people, the, the the bar staff here in town. Oh. And it's they don't really make many tips there because you can't um, advertise for tips at all those events apart from the EDC event. I see. But God bless them. They show up and they do like a 10-hour day with oh. a couple of hours prior to that check-in. And they show up and they work and they they raise
1: money for the box. That is fantastic. Yeah. I like the fact that you're at non traditional events as well yeah. as your traditional mm-hmm. events because it, you're you're losing some of of uh, your audience. Yeah. If you're just only catering to people that walk through a pet smart. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like you say, and all people of all ages adopt animals. You know. Exactly. So. How fantastic! I bet like to Daisy Carnival is really fun.
2: I didn't go to that one. Oh. You know, I just maybe maybe ten years ago I would have done. But I I mean, and I was ready. I was ready to. Have have to go if I couldn't get enough volunteers right. thank goodness I did because you know Sam I go to bed at eight o'clock at night <laughs> the <laughs> yeah. festival didn't
1: start in till nine ne- I don't in her think. neon fake <laughs> fur leg warmers <laughs> and her uh, you know neon light necklace <laughs> like for she would wear for electric daisy carnival <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact that you don't do just do mainstream because mm-hmm. you're really broadening you know the type yeah. of people that would be interested in animals and yeah. I think that's great and even if it's not about adopting it's about donating exactly you
2: know? and just getting the word out there you know getting people to know about us and spread the word now
1: tell me about today's event
2: today's event is not our event it's um another rescues event but it is um an adoption event halloween adoption event glow let me have a look on my piece of paper which you didn't think i would need, Sam.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, do need I tried to. to deter her from using her notes it
2: is the radiant glow yappy halloween adoption event and it is at forty three twenty four Southeastern avenue from 10 until 4.
1: nice what kind of a location is that It's a, I think it's a little dog spa or something. Oh,
2: how cute. I want to say it is. I don't know any more than that. I'm really sorry.
1: That's okay. Well, it'll be, I'll tell you where you'll find all these um, events is on um, my sponsor's page, the Las Vegas Pet Scene Magazine. They have a calendar Mm -hmm. and a lot of people go to that calendar to find out what the events are. And so if you've got an event, definitely upload, but you can definitely see what's happening the whole month. It's on our Facebook page as well for today. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Now, what time are we on? Okay, nine thirty. So let's talk about boxes. How long have you been with the rescue first?
2: This rescue, uh, this rescue, kind of started up. Um, I think last June, so June 2013. No way. Yeah, I did. thought you'd been going so much longer. It had. It was. It was um, the, the president who just left yeah. our rescue, Carrie. She um, was with a uh, teamed up with a different rescue they had to box a club and rescue but they ended up separating. That's
1: where the confusion comes in because yes. I'm like who's who. Okay, yes. so then they did a little split there. Okay. Did a little
2: split and then Kerry started up this one in June 2013. Oh wow, not long so ago, not really. Well. We she did
1: I'm telling you something did some great work though, I have to say. Yeah. Really, really great. You know work. what, we
2: have made huge strides in just the time we've been um, we've been set up. We now have our 501c3 so we're completely non-profit. Ah, oh,
1: that's great. Which is
2: huge and um you know, we have just like a good simpatico, I think, going on with mm-hmm. all the all of the members and yeah, um, get the dogs adopted, pull in as many as we
1: can. That's it. And I think you respond very, very well to people who are, are reaching out to you. Because here's the thing, and I hear it all the time, is... And I know this from experience of trying to contact rescues to come on the show or, you know, and I've tried, I mean, I tried every which way. So it's I've left a message. I've emailed. I've tweeted you. I've (laughs) even messaged you on Facebook. I've even put a public post on there, which I hate to do. Like somebody get back to me. You will be surprised how many rescues do not get back to me. Yeah. Now, and then I hear this and then I hear, but we're all volunteers and we have no time. So here's the thing. If you do not have communication, what's the point of having a rescue who needs to, one, connect with people, not only to work with them, but people that are, uh, you know, surrendering a pet or we've got a a dog that we need to get a home for. Right. If you don't communicate, does this not defeat the whole purpose of a rescue? It does. So here's the thing. And I, I often say this to people. So, okay, so you say, oh, we're all volunteers and da, 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 da. Does that mean you can't do a job well? That exactly. Was, it doesn't, does it, Sam? Exactly. It does not mean you shouldn't do a job job well because you don't get paid. Because if I paid you tomorrow, I bet you anything you'd get back Step to me. Step it up, right? Step it up, people. What I want to hear is I don't want to hear any excuses, right? I do know it. I want to hear, you know, oh, put on your website. Hey, well, we'll get back to you within twenty four hours, mm-hmm. you know, and stick to that, you know. Make make yourself. You know, accountable for that. Right. It's the number one reason wh- why you're going to get these animals, these homes, I and how know. you're going to get your donations in. Exactly. You know, do you know how many people contact me and say, hey, Sam, uh, do you, um, is the Dachshund Rescue doing a garage sale? Well, we don't do garage sales. And I say, oh, no, but you can, you know, get hold of, say, Regina at the Beagle Rescue. She holds a lot of them, you know. And then they come back to me and say, no, no one got back to me. I'm not talking about Regina, by the way, but no one got back to me. Right. You know, to me, that's very disappointing. Yeah. Someone's reaching out. You know, they've gone past me. I've recommended someone else. Yes. It's really important. If it Make that a priority. Ma- even if it's, hey, will you answer the phones Monday through Wednesday? Will you answer the right. phones Thursday through Friday? Can you do the weekend?
2: Even if it's just responding with an email to an yeah. email you receive saying, you know what? We are, you know, overloaded at the moment. Give us twenty four hours of yes. somebody to be in touch with you, just so you've made that connection. Because
1: really, I mean, how many times have you checked your phone this morning? I've checked my phone. hundred times <laughs> I've checked my like a hundred times.
2: I checked it, I sent out a text just before I left to the volunteers <laughs> for today, and I went, I'm not going to be available for the next couple of hours. And then it was like Can okay, they cope look, with you're on it on your own?
1: <laughs> so I mean, think about it. When people say, Oh, well, I can't get to it. Well, I saw you on Facebook. Exactly. I saw you on Twitter. You know, yeah. so pl- make that a major priority because your success rate will just shoot through the roof. We know when you've been on Facebook because we yeah. have your Activity logs, that's so we know you're right. available. That's right! We can see you're on your mobile, even. Even <laughs> says, like, that's kind of creepy, isn't it? You know. Know. I love those people that say, hey, my phone's broken. <gasps> yes. And then you see that they're on their mobile, posting from their mobile. Okay. <laughs> I know. And it makes me
2: feel awkward because I want to say, you know what? I can see you're on your phone, but then I don't want to make you feel
1: uncomfortable. I know what you mean, but you're like, oh, come on, people! So in case you didn't know that, don't say you're not on your phone because it shows that you're on your mobile phone or from your computer. <laughs> Nothing's sacred anymore, is it? I know. There's no privacy. But yeah, I, I, that's what I like about, and like about just your Facebook page. How you post something and people interact, and you interact back with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen other rescue pages where they'll post something. And people I mean they may literally just be saying oh my gosh what an adorable dog I wish I could take it and, you know, thank you yes this is an adorable dog don't not respond to those yes. people because engagement is what gets you fans of your rescue exactly you know and and the next time you reach out for prizes for, for you know your event auction items money um, donated items you know for drives and stuff like that guess what they mm-hmm. are right there they will step up and help yeah. you you know so you have to court these people it's really really important because if you don't mm they want, people want to be responded to.
2: I think so too, and especially if they've reached out. You know, back a year ago, we didn't Whoa. have. I uh, started <laughs> smacking the equipment around here. We didn't have um, an, a uh, volunteer coordinator. You know, when the rescue was setting up, so we had all these volunteer apps come in, and then finally I took it over, mm-hmm. and it was four months after the rescue set up. So I started making back calls. And I can understand why these people felt a little bit offended. It's like you know we've reached out offering to help. Yeah, and nobody got back to us. It's like just
1: turning you away. Yeah, we don't want your help. Yeah, exactly. Without actually saying it.
2: For all they know, I could have looked at their app and thought, throw it in the trash. They're not good enough. But
1: that's not what happened. And it's the perception. Perception is so important. You know, it's like your website. If I if you if I go on a rescue's website and it's not up to date, it makes me think you don't care yeah you know, it may not be the case right it may be you just lost your web person mm-hmm. but it makes me feel like oh you don't care you're up to date right are they still operating yeah you know and it is a lot of work trust me updating and, and doing all that kind of stuff but it's so worth it yeah when it's fresh and it's current information um people will just keep going back regularly so yeah, yeah so that's that's my that's our tip of the day coming from <laughs> sam communicate <laughs> really really important um the boxer breed um It's not a dog for everyone. Very high energy. Yeah.
2: Very playful. And they remain a puppy. You know what? I have Gage, who's 10. Right. Almost 10. And um, we've had him since May. And he gives my two-year-old a run for his money. (laughs) I'm telling you. And sometimes Roger is lying there just like, leave me alone. Give me a break.
1: Because they're just eternal puppies. Just perpetual puppies just Mm -hmm. keep playing. And they're very bouncy, aren't they? Those long limbs. Very bouncy. I have tall boys. My boys are both tall really tall they are handsome I have to say how does Lulu cope with them
2: Lulu rules the roost oh she does (laughs) Lulu is my little (laughs) little pug chihuahua and she rules the roost and she doesn't really care for girls okay I think it's because it kind of takes her spot from her (gasps) she is the female she's She's the alpha female I think even over me Oh, she she's is. the boss of you. It's like my husband and her walk around as this duo <laughs> around the house. And then there's me and the boxers. Ganging up <laughs> on you. <laughs> they picking on me.
1: <laughs> so I looked on your website because that's what I do. And and I really, really liked, you know, how you fully explained what the boxer breed is about. Right. So These were some of the words, like, like uh, Sam said, the perpetual puppy, the athletic boxer, the independent breed, Um, they love company, the adaptable boxer, friends with everyone, they do have some female aggression and they're a very joyful breed. So tell us about the female aggression. Um, you know, I've never had
2: females. I, from what I gather from and what I've heard with people who have had females, mm-hmm. there can be a little few dominant issues between the two of them. I see. You know, see. that they, I guess it's trying to fight, like most girls, <laughs> trying yeah. to find who's the alpha. Can you believe she wore that? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. So, um, boys, I've always had boys and I just find them easier. Okay. Um, and they just, I don't know, they don't tend to be as assertive, I don't think, as
1: the, the females. So they're a little more chilled out than I the girls. I think so. I yeah. think so. So it sounds like the girls are really territorial. They are. And yeah. that's something to consider if you've got other pets, mm-hmm. you know.
2: Most people I know who have boxers, they either have all girls or all boys. Oh, okay. That's kind of the way they do. It. I thought it was yeah. really
1: interesting when I was reading that. How are they to train? Are they pretty easy to train? Very, very smart dogs.
2: Great. Very smart. And I think they need training. A lot of people, I think that's why a lot, I know that's why a lot of boxers get surrendered to the rescue and the I shelters. I see because they get them as puppies, they're cute and then they get big. And they keep bouncing around. And they keep bouncing and they keep <laughs> being cute, but they're just big. Right. And I think they need to they need to have structure. They definitely need to have structure because they're goofy. And it's good to, you know, it's like even a, a human child. It's There's places to be goofy and there's places where you need to have structure. Yeah. And in the home and when you have people over, you need to. This yeah. is, I am so not talking from experience. No. Because okay. I have Zara, the trainer, coming out to, <laughs> oh, to, do to you? sort mine yeah, out. Zara on the, the show the shape. other week. <laughs> <laughs> um, beca- but, you know, I try and work with mine every single day a little bit. That's great. So it, and I like to start with the walk because I kind of get them under control with the
1: walk. Yeah. And, and Tie so, them out a little bit. Yeah. Get them a little focused. Get them, you
2: know, to stop and do a sit halfway around. That they're always focused on me and not focused on going crazy, um, and then um, what was I saying about the structure?
1: Oh, there's time to play and there's time for structure because yeah. it really helps them. Well, they, I would imagine they're bouncing off the walls if you don't do some of that stuff. They are, and then know? so of
2: course a lot of people find that too much to handle. And all of a sudden it's like I can't have this dog anymore. And it's like, well, work with a trainer. I guarantee yes. you, if you bring a trainer in and do some work yeah. and commit yourself, don't just rely on the trainer. Do the work in between the sessions. Yeah. I guarantee you, you'll
1: have a different dog. Well, it's like it's like you seeing a trainer once a week. Uh, you've got to work out between as well. Yeah, you just tech. have to, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's just an ongoing thing, it isn't is, it? You know. It is. Um, I think it's really good to know that about the group It's a shame that people don't have the patience, exactly. the time, the forethought. Because trust me, but just by reading their website, I know from this website that I need to train my boxer when I rescue my boxer. Yes, you know. So there's no. Um, there's nothing hidden there. No.
2: Which I really like. And it's like any dog really needs training. Yeah, they need totally. To, but boxers, I think but a, a breed like a boxer dog, they, they just do well in themselves. It's better for them to yeah. have some
1: training. Uh, what kind of what kind of person fits well with a boxer breed? Um, families, definitely.
2: I think oh, okay. boxers are <coughs> excuse me, very much family dogs. They get on great with kids and I notice, I don't have kids, but when my godchildren come over and they play, yeah. they're playing out in the backyard and then the boxers are all with them having a great time. Aww. And then they will come in, when the children come in and one of the boxes will always wait till the end. Wait till all the <gasps> kids are in the house. It's like they want to make sure all their babies are in. Usher oh, them in. And
1: then they'll come in. And then they'll come in. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Which I think
2: is lovely. And then they sleep with them if ever they've got children have a sleepover. They will always, I'll always find the boxes curled up on the end of the bed. Oh, you know, they'll I always want to that. be with the kids. Oh how yeah. sweet. But Aww. aside from families high energy, I mean I always love it when we get a couple or a young couple who, you know, they are put enough yeah. we hike at Red Rock and we got ah, to Mount yeah. Charles. They love that. They love because they need a lot of extra exercise they're not your little dog that can do you know a little walk around and 10 minutes around the block yeah
1: now how big do they normally get are there different standards of boxes okay and the european ones obviously
2: get much bigger they've got the big heads i mean they're gorgeous The european boxes but the american ones tend to be smaller i seem to have always had boxes on the lighter side i mean i have a lot of you know boxer groups that I'm involved with and boxers that come into the rescue and they're saying you know my 85 pound boxer and I'm like 85 pounds like Roger's 62 <laughs> and his at his max you know and Gage is 61 and he's at his max but I've got the taller leaner ones I think yeah I've got those long and, legs and even like previous boxers, boxers I've had they've all been around the early 60 pound mark but not the big big not the big ones gosh, maybe one day I'll have one of
1: those I never thought they'd be that big like you're saying the European ones being so much bigger you
2: have to google a picture of those that's a lot of dog to handle as well you know so there (laughs) comes the training really really important they're like big bears but they're gorgeous oh how lovely
1: well listen let's take one more break I'm going to come back I'm going to talk a little bit more about boxes and then I'm going to tell you um, some other stuff (laughs) there you go (laughs) we'll be right back you're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me Sam your host the queen of rock and roll dogs
3: pet parents this is christy vaughn host of the doggy dish do you love your furry companion do you love making him or her healthy treats but can't seem to find the time great news the doggy dish is the perfect show for you every episode is chock full of healthy and easy recipes that are made with ingredients you most likely have on hand tune into the doggy dish for yummy and healthy recipes for your canine kids
0: every week only on petliferadio.com This is Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. The phone lines are open at 702-483-4444. Now, let's bring back the host. Here is the rock and roll queen of dogs, Sam.
1: And we're back. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me, Sam, your host, the queen of rock and roll dogs. And I have Sam Raymond here in studio from the las vegas boxer rescue and she's a brit also she has the same name yay it used to confuse a lot you remember when we both have r for our yes for our we do too. and then our mutual friend lalani would would post things like sam and i'll go mm, that kind of doesn't relate to me I, yeah. f- I didn't realize there was another sam oh, and I, I would reply to it <laughs> thinking i don't know why i've just <laughs> replied to that because i never did that <laughs> <laughs> but the one, Another thing we have in common <laughs> is we love animals and uh, Sam does work on the front lines of rescue. Not an easy job, but certainly has lots and lots of uh, rewards. You have a lot of great um, success stories, don't you? We do, yeah. yeah. Um, and we were just saying earlier about the boxer breed. Um, they're, uh, they're forever a puppy, so you need to be someone who has some energy and some patience and some time. Make sure you train them. Uh, pay them lots and lots of attention. Do they like to, once they like, they've like, they exercised and stuff, are they kind of like couchy? Do they love to be on a couch? Very much. They like to sleep and snore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sleep, and they like to snore, s- and Their tongues hang out when they Rogers sleep. does, yeah. So cute. I, I can't know. even tell you. <laughs> so uh, we want to talk about another event that's, uh, it's today, isn't it? Tomorrow is it tomorrow? K-9 October twenty-six. K nine country, which is at eighty seventy-five
2: Rancho Destino Road. It's kind of the two fifteen and windmill area. Oh, Okay, yes, I know exactly where it is. Yeah. I've, dri- I've
1: driven past it. They do a
2: lot of. They give us a lot of help. We do a lot of work with them. Oh, They've
1: now they're an open,
2: um, a free roaming. They have a boarding facility. That's right, and he's rom- a dog trainer too. Ah, oh, isn't yeah. that
1: great? I've seen because they have an agility course outside. They do. that do. They have a, a, a swimming area. There is now that as there well. as yeah. well? I saw yeah. the pictures and I'm like, where is that? I know. Isn't that fun? Yeah, it's good. It sounds like it's something very different for Vegas. It is, and it's. Um, every dog looks
2: really happy there. Oh, you
1: know, they that's <laughs> they what counts. So and I did read on their website that um, uh, they. Um, they're not. it's not surveillance by a camera it's by human beings 24 hours a day yeah
2: exactly and they have in I mean they live there so they have the dogs in their home oh my
1: I know. gosh it's a perfect scenario it is. isn't it yeah. it really
2: is and that's canine country give us the address one more time it's Sam it's 8075 Rancho Destino Road 89123 and it's from 12 noon to 5pm tomorrow 12 noon to 5pm tomorrow it is a costume and adoption event so bring Aww. your pets um, dressed up we have amazing gift baskets for prizes that's wonderful raffles I believe we have a band We have hot dogs, burgers. It's a shame I'm not going to be here. I know.
1: I said shame I'm not going to be here (laughs) sounds like a really nice event though the weather is so spectacular right now it's going to be mid 70s tonight. it's going to be even better it's like heaven and anyone else listening from anywhere else in the world are going that's like summer for us (laughs) No, that's cool for us and we love it (laughs) let me tell you can I throw in Sam before the show ends that if anybody
2: is interested in volunteering for us or fostering for us if you go to www.lvbr.org and fill out an application form and I will be in touch with you we desperately need fosters, we desperately need volunteers, fosters, all the medical and all the food is
1: taken care of. It's great, that is wonderful because a lot of rescues unfortunately are not in a situation to provide any food or anything so that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. I'll make sure these links go up on our Facebook page too so they can find them quite easily. Uh, Just a quick uh, reminder that of course we've got a Halloween contest, post a pic on our Facebook page, share the post and then follow us on tweet about us on Twitter and uh, you can also find all those details on our blog therockandrolldog.com. I'd like to say a big 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 thank you. Oh, we've got six minutes. Wow, that's a lot of time. Drag out that thank you. Yeah, drag <laughs> out that thank you. <laughs> and there are a lot of people. Oh, big thank you to our sponsors. Uh, because without them, the show would just wouldn't happen. It would just be me by myself. <laughs> and that'd look foolish. What I'd say, and I'm not closing out completely, but when i get this in because sometimes I rush this, is remember, you can always help a pet in need. Either rescue, adopt, donate, volunteer, or share their information. Rescue your next furry family member and replace the word shop with adopt and be kind to all animals. You know, I don't care what they are, whether they're ferrets or a mm. ladybird or whatever. Yeah. Just be kind to all animals. It's really, really important. Um, let's talk about, I had another question for you that I wanted to ask, which was, so did your position, did you ever have, have a title when I
2: first started at the rescue? Yeah. I, for, I started with the old rescue okay. two years ago, just volunteering now and again, handling dogs at events. And then when the new rescue started last ju- last June, Kerry asked me if I wanted to come on as a board member. So I, I did. See. And then I came on. I, I'm still a board member, and then I also do the... Um, a volunteer coordinator.
1: I know you're very good at getting your volunteers because you are very nice the way you ask them.
2: Well, I, I'm a little bit too nice. I'm going to start cracking the whip a bit more now <laughs> because
1: we need more. She's very respectful. Lots of please and thank yous, and I love that. I love manners. <laughs> we love manners. We do <laughs> love <don't> manners. <laughs> <laughs> it gets you a long way. Manners are everything. Yeah, a little yeah. Sh- little sugar gets you a lot further than exactly. some vinegar. <laughs> trust me on that. Um, we talked about obviously uh, the type of. Um, the perfect pet owner, someone who certainly has some energy and patience and time to invest in your pets. It's worth investing yeah, in them because yeah. you just end up with the best companion. And they're a family it, member. They're not just a pet. Yeah. They're your family member. And then once you, once you've got a, like a great trained dog, you can take them anywhere. So you can integrate them even more into your life. Not just your at life home. will be easier when
2: it you have be a. It will be so much pet. easier. Yeah.
1: I mean, I know people that say, "Gosh, I can't take my dog to a pet event, right?" Because you know they react to. Or I'd love to take them on a you know a coffee shop patio, but. Are the market people that come by, you know. Right. So the, the the more you train them, the more you have a, a bond with them and, a, and a, a respect. You'll be able to integrate them in every area exactly. of your life and take them wherever you can. Exactly. It, it's so nice when you can do that. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, Mister Twix is getting there. Yeah. He's getting there. He gets all nervous, but you know, I'm just getting so thrilled now that I can sit on a patio with him without him losing his tiny
2: mind. Roger is. Um. He's terrified for some reason when he's outside the house. He's Aww. like, it, well, it's not terrified. It's just like he's seeing the world for the first time, and this is every day. It's like groundhog. <laughs> Wow. For him. <laughs> it is. And he goes to the uh, daycare at PetSmart once a week, and they're like, you know what? We walk him around the facility, and it's like he's just. He's seen it the before.
1: First time. Isn't that amazing? My sister always
2: says he's like, poor vacant Roger. It's he just, just let it go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> once you left, it doesn't exist. It's like, you know, this message will blow up and yeah. disintegrate, and then i <laughs> will start all over fresh.
2: Isn't that funny? It must be kind of nice to, maybe I should like to adopt that attitude. Oh.
1: <laughs> that would, you know, wouldn't that be perfect to yeah. life?
2: Just let everything from the day before go. Just go. Poof. Yeah.
1: Poof. (laughs) So I just want to tell you quickly about... uh, my week this week I got to uh, work with my friend Andy Wormsley on a new show that we did called Speak, which is uh, Entertain As You Thought You Knew and I uh, got the well, I do know Mary Wilson anyway from the Supremes but she was one of our speakers and amazing Jonathan who's here in town who's recently retired because of health issues and we had Marty Allen I mean comic genius he's 92 years wow. old I mean he was he was the whole Rat Pack era and everything and I mean to walk on stage at 92 yeah. and say I'm walking on stage, and I'm not going to walk on stage. Well, ever I can walk on stage, it's pretty amazing. So um, it was a a show to just show these entertainers stripped down, another side of them. You don't hear their shtick. They're not their show persona. And it went down very, very, very well. So we'll be doing another one in January. Did
2: it, not to sound stupid, did it air? I don't have TV, so oh no,
1: we we will probably uh, show it on the screen though, because we had a huge film crew okay. there, and we'll probably show it so that people can come in and enjoy oh, good. it. And of course, with all you know, with a four camera shoot, it's great to right. be able to see all the angles and the reaction of the audience and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But there were tears and there were laughter. Aww. Yeah, it was one of those kind of shows, but it was really great. And I want to thank my husband for looking after Mary Wilson and uh, looking after Marty. He's friends with them anyway, so that was uh, that was nice to have him do that, even though I didn't pay him. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, cheap labor. That's what you get when you're married to the person that likes to do lots of events and shows, you know. But um, I'm hoping that uh, maybe we can do something next time. Off the ticket price for a little charity work. Yeah. So I'm going to see if I can I can make that happen uh, for animal rescue. Try and tie it in the best way <laughs> I possibly can, or at least let dogs come to the event. Yes. <laughs> Actually, I did talk to the venue. Have you been to Inspire Theatre? No. It's on Fremont and the Boulevard, right on the corner. No, I have to go opposite check it the Hennessy Pint. Glass. <laughs> Haven't seen that either. Oh, <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, yeah, she goes to bed at 8 o'clock. I do. No. I go to bed at 8 o'clock and I live in a bubble. <laughs> she needs a disco nap and she needs to come out with me all night. That's what we need to do. But a great theatre, 125 seats. and wow. I mean, it used to be a Seven <laughs> Eleven gosh but I did they have an amazing rooftop patio so I, I love with what they're doing with I kind of dropped a little hint about hey we've done a dog event here yeah and they were like no sounds interesting so if I can make it happen I will make it happen I'll be there it'll be fun yeah and like I say if you've got a well-trained dog then you can take him out with you to the events so you see mm-hmm. and uh it's just so much it's just so much more fun it's as simple as that you
2: know Sam whenever I take my dogs out I always put one of your um ties on do you? I do. I dress them up smart. They have a tie on. I, love I get it. so many compliments. I
1: love it. Yeah, we all have to dress up. I yeah. have a hard time deciding. Easier for the dogs. Than I it try is and for me. coordinate myself with you know their tie colour. So. <laughs> See, that's what I call a top tier <laughs> pet parent <laughs> of the ultimate. You know, the ultimate of pet parents. I just love that. Yeah, I'm like, well, I don't feel so freaky now. It's not just me. Um, I want to say a big thank you to you, Sam, coming in it's my pleasure I'm Thanks glad for you finally me. slept through the night not worried about this interview because you were sure perfect I'm sure it's up it's you, like I could keep going all we day we could be here all day uh, big thank you for coming in as Thanks. the Las Vegas Boxer Rescue take a moment to actually run over to their Facebook page and like their page and if you can make a donation to their rescue it will be most respected and most certainly appreciated uh, I want to thank Chris my producer he's great he thinks we're crazy yeah, and I Chris. love that about him <laughs> and uh, he makes the show, show run great every single week I want to thank you the listeners you're a huge part of the show uh, by listening in every week and today you've been listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio where it's all about pets people and pop culture I'm your host Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs and always remember, kiss your pets good morning and good night have a great weekend and we will see you next week, thanks for listening in
0: Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com